My name is Glory. I'm a third year student studying at the Bartlett School of Architecture in London, originally from Hong Kong. And I'm Yan Shan. I'm a third year architecture student studying at the Bartlett as well, and I'm originally from Malaysia. You're listening to Designing Thoughts with the Archigals, a podcast where we talk about working and creativity, living well, the human condition with relationships, and life experiences. Before we get into the podcast, I would just like to ask for a small favor. It would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave a comment on our YouTube channel just to let us know how you feel about the podcast and other topics you'd be interested in hearing in. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. I'm your host, Glory, and this is your co-host, Yan Shen. So today, uh, after our weekly check-in, we're going to do uh, a topic on time management, toxic productivity, and also procrastination, which I assume is very relevant to like all students studying and maybe just people working in general. So um, we can check in because we didn't record an episode last week because of submissions. So we were just quite busy with um, doing work for submission and presentations. So Yinshan, how was your two weeks? Oh yeah, I think it was, I mean, obviously it was very busy because I had, um, my presentation was in the forest. I don't know whether I've talked about this before, but it was in the your forest. Site. Your site. Yeah, at my site and it's like pretty far. And then we had an overnight camp and a fire and stuff and it was actually really nice but I was also so I was just so exhausted afterwards and then we submitted um, a week and a bit later and then that was also quite intense because I'm very last minute so I did I put like a semi all-nighter but not like a full all-nighter so that's fine and then but it wasn't too bad like it's not the worst Mm -hmm. then I we submitted and then there's like three days of just like sleeping and Mm -hmm. reading lying in bed and watching movies and that was so nice and then mm-hmm. back to work again I guess yeah same for me um actually no not entirely the same I didn't have that site crit which is actually really cool because you like I saw that you're on on your uh, social media that you posted like the campfire and everything it looks so nice but I know it's also really exhausting for you because you had to like showcase your project there and mm-hmm. stuff um but for me we submitted on the 6th of December on Monday, like 10 a.m. Well, that was the submission deadline officially. Um, and I just remember on Sunday going into the studio and like visiting you, doing your work. It was really nice. Um, and then going into student center with you and then just like seeing you do work. Okay, that doesn't sound very nice as a friend. <laughs> like like I, I, I just see you like working really hard, you know, and seeing people also in my studio working really hard for the submission. I think I'm just a bit different because I think I like over planned everything. So I guess I'm on the opposite of the spectrum where like I kind of finished everything on Saturday. So Sunday was almost like my rest day. Like, I don't know if this is a flex or not, but I kind of, I was kind of a bit worried or like I got really anxious because I didn't have things to do when everyone else was like working so hard for the submission and I was like okay I'm finished but even my tutors were like glory you're finished like this is your project's done and I was like okay great <laughs> so then I didn't know what to do you know like you have that as well right like after you submit we, we were both like yeah oh my God, what do we what do, do we with do? our life yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah um and then I submitted um but it was still nice to go into studio on Sunday despite like I didn't really need to do much so I just worked on history and then helped our friend with his installation project talk to people about submission and then I saw you guys the student center and then like cheered you guys on for like pulling a semi all-nighter um but yeah it was nice to like you know see everyone working so hard together it was like good vibes you know and then after that 
yeah, like you said, it was like chill day. So I spent a few days doing all the errands that like I haven't done because of like submission. Yeah, so, like, I returned same. my books. Yeah, like you, right? I returned my books. I got like a library card, went to the British Library, and then like just did lots of errands, like return clothes and like parcels, that kind of thing. And it like it felt very productive. Like even though it wasn't school stuff, it was still really nice. And then I went on a like day trip with my sister to Birmingham. So it was like really nice, you know, chill vibes until um, my tutor sent another message that we have to do work for next week's crit. So have to do work <laughs> again. But it was a nice few chill days. But I think, but I think it's pretty chill. Even then, like the deadlines next week are... Okay, not yeah. actually not really. We have a quite a big history deadline as well, like because yeah. we have to think about what we have to write for our dissertation. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was thinking about it like this is actually the last week of grind before we are yeah, off for so one long. Week left. I know it's crazy that like the terms just pass. You know, my goodness. Mm. And oh wait, how? Oh, and uh, the other thing is we did our presentation. So after we do our submission, we also have. Uh, presentation which is essentially you sh- uh, present your project to a panel of like staff and then you spend 10 minutes going through what you've done for the term for your project one and then they will ask you any questions if you have that so I had mine on Friday and Yenshan had hers on Tuesday and it was pretty Tuesday. nice you know like yeah and it was you just uh, talk about your work and then that's it I mean and then the tutors I guess they kind of like talk about it and judge your work after that but it was quite nice I actually feel more bad for the tutors because they have to sit all the way from like 8 30 in the morning to 8 30 at night that's like 12 hours of yeah it's really sitting long sitting time <clears throat> and listening to projects so yeah kudos to them yeah you know <laughs> how did your presentation go I think it was fine I think all of but yeah. I think it's, that's what everyone says it was just fine like it, it's yeah. hard to be good or bad because it's not in person either yeah, and they don't really give you feedback, so it's just fine, like done and dusted, you know, like project one's finally over. And it was very nice this week also because both our units had a gathering for like Christmas because it was like yeah. kind of last week, so we just, you know, spent time together. Yeah, I think a lot of units had that. I don't say, I think it's just near Christmas season, you know, lots of people are having like the last get together before everyone like disperses for Christmas. And I really, really like the, the festive vibes. Although I know. Yeah. I I I I'm I think the last few weeks have been actually kind of fun. Yeah, same. It's just so nice, like the Christmassy vibes. Like I never realized how much decoration can like bring up the vibes because, you know, back at home like yeah. our family doesn't really celebrate Christmas. We don't have that much decorations. But then like seeing like yeah. people here actually decorate, I was like, oh my god, so Christmassy, so festive and it makes me so yeah. happy. So yeah, I really yeah. like that. <sighs> and also I think we're all getting to the point where like you're kind of close to the people in your unit and stuff as well. So it's like you're starting to be more comfortable and it's nice. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um yeah, okay. So we can move on to the topic today, which is like time management, um, productivity, toxic productivity, and procrastination. So I guess we can just start off with like general time management. Like I think we talked about this like few bits and pieces in like previous episodes with like yeah. how to schedule our day. But like we can kind of go more in depth. Like I guess Yan Shine could go yeah. first. We kind of established the fact that like I'm definitely a planner and you're kind of like spontaneous type of person. So yeah. yeah. How do you? So okay. It? So how I structure my time? Okay, I don't really structure it, but it's like it's like I, I think I structure it in in terms of what I have to do today, 
so it's not really like do to do list. I don't okay, we'll go to that later. But it's like I I timetable based on things that like I have to do today. So like obviously if you have if you plan a lunch or dinner or if you have to be somewhere at a certain time then that's like fixed but then I feel like a lot of other things that I want to do in the day I just revolve just like move around depending on what I feel like doing at a time which is quite bad but then again I like that it's not so structured because then I feel like I have I I know what I want to get done I just don't know when I want to do it and I don't feel like I'm trapped in my timetable which I Mm. if I over timetable I'll schedule myself then I get uh, tired and I don't feel like doing it anymore but I think I plan okay. on like a daily, but I, I think it's also, I, I have like a planner which plans what I have, like the important things I have to do for like the week. Uh, like even it goes out, it goes all the way to like the month actually. So it's like the important things for that month are in it. So I know that like on a certain day what I have to do. So I feel like I don't really, like even though I don't timetable much, I also don't really miss many appointments or like forget things because I do write them down. Is, is your planner like an actual book or is it like the piece of paper you showed me? It's the piece of paper. <laughs> but it's a calendar. It has yeah, all the do. days on it. Yeah, yeah. sent you a calendar on a piece of paper. It's very organized. I looked at the calendar. But no, I think some of my friends do that too. Like she takes a piece of paper and just writes it. Actually, my mom does that too. She just has like a list of stuff and then she just takes them off. Um, but what, okay. I guess that makes sense like if you revolve your day around like that one event but then what if you don't have any events that day then do you just like kind of plan it in the beginning of the day and just like go for yeah it? but I think yeah I kind of know what I want to achieve that day whether it's like go to the gym I, we were talking about this like for example taking, taking going to gym for, as an example like I don't like to know what time I have to go I just like to use it as a break <laughs> for my day like if I'm tired of working then I go to the gym then I come back and continue working Mm, okay all right I mean if it works for you it works for you right so yeah. that's fine yeah so that's Yanshan's approach and I'm definitely like on the planning side because I feel like I need a sense of security like I feel like if I don't have that kind of schedule or structure I feel very like unsafe or like I get very anxious like I don't know what to do like the thing mm-hmm. is the weird thing about me is like the more anxious I am the more I write down what I have to do you know, like, mm-hmm. over the weekend, especially, like, on Friday, when, like, errands start pouring in and I start getting really anxious, especially with the presentation coming up, I would just write lists of things I have to do. And then I would be like, okay, morning, go to gym. And then after that, go here. And then after that, do that, do that, do that. But does it just stress like you out if you... No, it doesn't. Because okay. I write it and then it like it's there. Yeah. I follow it. And then I, w- I won't forget anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is, like, when I'm ultra-stressed. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, like, normal, then yes, I have a planner, which is, like, the actual book. Actually, I actually have it here. This is, like, the current planner, like, the one that I use. Um, and then I do, like, the... I do Actually, I guess it's bullet journaling, but also a planner. So, like, I have a future log. So, like, the next few months mm-hmm. of things that are going to come up. And then also a whole monthly calendar of things that will come mm-hmm. up. And then a weekly spread to, like, look at events happening mm-hmm. through the week. Um, but, like... Uh, daily wise I feel like it's kind of the same for you like I have like the kind of like essentials that I have to get done that day like gym and then like morning routine stuff and then going to the studio and then like errands I have to run but then like in the morning I would like always follow the same timetable schedule because I feel like I really strive on like following the same structure every day I don't like changing it every day because that makes me like very 
I don't know, I just don't like changing it. So every morning I try to wake up at like 6.40 and then go to gym and then come back and then stay at gym from 7.30 around to like 8.15 and then come home. And then I would leave home between like 9 to 9.30 and then go to like studio, start working at 10. Mm-hmm. And then that would be like my main chunk of working time all the way until like six to seven something and then come home and then the rest of the evening would be like my chill time mm-hmm. and I can do whatever I want then that there's no like time frame or time timetabling there mm-hmm. so that would be like my base uh, schedule and then again like you say if anything changes like if I have an event at night or like lunch or something in the afternoon then like that schedule adapts according to what I have to do that day mm-hmm. but yeah it's the same I think it's just we kind of I think the similarity for both of us is like we have the essentials we want to do that day but then for me I follow like a base schedule and then for you it's like the essential items but like they can yeah. be arranged also because I think I don't like following it exactly like I, as in as in I don't like every day to be the same I, mm-hmm. I think you don't mind that so like leading on to the next thing like I don't really like even if I do make a schedule like sometimes when I'm ultra stressed or so or if I really have a lot to do that day and it involves a lot of logistics like moving around from place to place then I would make like an like sometimes even like hourly like every like two hour chunk of like schedule for the day but I also don't really stick to it but it's just nice to write it down so that I know what I have to do that day yeah I guess yeah I think it's just the the, the process of like writing it down and knowing what you have to do is like a good thing like the timing doesn't necessarily have to follow yeah like I know you don't really like sticking to it like I try to stick to it but then sometimes like depending on the workload I have and like the mood I have I can obviously be flexible sometimes like I'll be like okay I can do this like this time instead of that time like it doesn't have to be like fully fixed you know like I can still be flexible mm. but just n- probably not with like spontaneous like events happening like it, I guess it all depends on my mood mm-hmm. you know and like my energy levels but yeah, it's fine. Another point I wanted to make is like, you know, bullet journaling, like with the overview of things, mm-hmm. like I think for me, it's just like a sense of security of what's going to happen in the future. But the other good thing about it is like, because I'm a really sentimental person, like as you know, I, I can al- also like journal lots of thoughts and like feelings of my day into mm-hmm. it. So like when I look back, I'll be like, okay, this event happened and these are like my feelings for that day. And it's really nice to look back at it. Also like tracking habits and like moods are like quite useful to see like like progress or like yeah. how you're feeling you know like obviously it takes a lot of effort like if you actually see the value in it then like actually do it especially because you know when you like google bullet journaling yeah. all of them are like super pretty spreads yeah. and stuff and then that intimidates people to like not do yeah. it but then my spreads are pretty minimal so it doesn't take that much time to set up yeah so i find it pretty manageable but depends on the person yeah you know? i think bullet journaling like i and even like really strict um like planning out the days I used to do that when I was in quarantine because I think I was very bored and 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 and, and also like I, re- I need things to look forward to I think even now I need things to look forward to like at the end of the week mm. or at the end of the day so I'm I, I like when like I plan dinners or parties and stuff in advance mm. because then I can put it into my planner then I feel like this is, this is like my reward for the week or something and that's really nice yeah. but I feel yeah, like I bullet journaling is only something that I do when I am alone bored but when there's lots of things happening it's like I don't feel the need to but I think it's good like even when I used to track my mood it was actually really interesting to like see how it used to like um, fluctuate yeah but I definitely get that like having the events as like a reward for like working really hard in the studio and stuff like I get that and also like when so many things are happening like you kind of fall off track with like tracking and like writing your feelings because 
it's like it's not like an urgent thing right mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah i i don't write for like a couple of days like feelings and then i look back and then like i track it so you know it's fine like it's not like a very like high importance thing it just depends on how much value you get from it so it's not like a really important thing but for me i really like it i've been doing it for like four years i think like this is my fifth year of doing it i think like i've been doing it since year 12. so like when you look back at like past entries you kind of see how you like grew as a person oh entries entries Entries. (laughs) yeah and then you see how like you grew and like the things you tracked back then your feelings and stuff so it's like quite interesting to look back you know mm-hmm. especially the parts where like you journal your feelings it's like kind of interesting yeah. to see like how you kind of overcame like Be- negative because like you only journal stuff. if you're well for me at least if I'm like very sad or very happy like if it's too extreme yeah so it's quite yeah. interesting to see like that at that point you felt that way and also because in hindsight you think like it wasn't that bad or it, I wasn't that happy but then I don't know like sometimes it's, it's good to be reminded that like yeah definitely definitely like the journals would be when you're feeling more like emotionally like like stronger but like that's what I mean like in the the weekly events I would add like a few lines of like how I felt or like what happened that day so those, those small parts are also really nice to read but yeah um and then Let's kind of also move on to like the next part of like to-do lists like you talked about like planning your day and knowing the essentials so like do you write to-do lists or yeah i do write to-do lists but i feel like you know how some people like to write to-do lists to cross them off me oh really i I don't really enjoy crossing like i like i think it's fine like i just write to-do lists to know what i have to do and i don't like refer back to it and tick it when i'm done (laughs) <laughs> which just probably defeats what? the purpose of to do this, but I guess it's just to like record what I have to do, then I so that I know. But okay, for me, I love it. Like I love writing lists because like it it just it's like everything I have to do is here, you know. Like this is I I have to like achieve these things. I have to do them, and then that kind of like, and then that feeling of checking off items on my to do list. Like being the most satisfying feeling ever is like my motivation to do those things. Oh. You know, like I just love the feeling of like checking things off. You know, sometimes when I write to do list, I'm like, oh, but I also did this extra thing that I didn't write. So then I'll like write that down and take it off. Because <laughs> I just like it so much, you know? Okay. That also goes in my planner, like daily tasks that I have to do, and then I will take them off as well. So like, I have tons of lists in my planner. Does it include things like, not just for school, but also like chores? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like Saturday, vacuum room, like do laundry, meal prep, that kind of thing. And then I'll like take them off. And then that makes me feel very happy. Do you do that as well? No. (laughs) Although that day I did write down vacuum because it was just like getting too much laundry. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I, I don't like to write them and then take them off. Like I just write them so that I know what I have to do. Okay, so then it's kind of like different rankings of like importance. Yeah, I guess so. Or like, for example, for my project, when I had to go uh, install it in the forest, that one I had to write like a really big to-do list. I think it's also because mm. big to-do lists really scare me. So I, I, I like it when my to-do list has like very few items. So mm. even if I've done something, I don't like to put it on my list. Because mm. then it makes the list oh. longer. So okay. then, yeah. But then it's like when you write it and take it, it's like, oh my god, I achieved so many things. I don't know. I think I just feed off the the feeling of being productive, which is maybe not that great. But yeah, regarding like the importance ranking, because I feel like you only 
maybe you only write lists for like important yeah. stuff like your project and stuff like i don't really rank importance like i said i just i just know that i have to do them like all within like a time frame um and then like sometimes i schedule the items i have to do based mm-hmm. on like the time of the day or the environment like grocery shopping on the way home or like printing at school it's like based on like the environment and, like timings mm-hmm. and then that forms the the list but then at the same time it's also like i feel like you shouldn't like if you really like the feeling of like lists and checking things off like don't really like waste your time writing lists all the time so then it, it instead it becomes like getting the feeling of being productive rather than like being productive yeah so i limit myself yeah. to write like one list a day like at the start and only at the start of the day unless something oh. big happens in the middle of the day that i forget or something like if i forgot something that i have to add it to the mm. list but like if i write too many lists then i just get more confused you see my list is broken up into days oh, okay. so like in my so like in my weekly spread in my planner it would be like monday these things tuesday these things so usually it would just be like two to three or three to four things okay. that day so then it, it won't be as like um scary yeah it won't be as intimidating like i have a weekly list and then like a monthly list and then like the, the, the <laughs> list a lot of lists. okay fine sorry like it sounds really like intimidating but it's not because i feel like for me it, it works because i've I break it in chunks. Yeah. You know? So it works for me. And I guess once you have the list and it feeds into your calendar, like I use my list to write what I have to do in my calendar. If not, I won't really know what to do. Yeah. It's just, again, it's like just seeing how it fits into like your schedule and stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, the last point of like just the feeling of being productive is that I guess that kind of links to the next topic of like toxic productivity. Mm-hmm. So, this means that like you want to be productive all the time at the expense of other priorities which are like socializing or like hobbies or friends so like those things are is it like those things are deemed as not productive yeah okay actually actually, this is an interesting question like what do you think like what do you feel is not productive because sometimes I feel like you actually have a very healthy sense of what is productive or not so for example you even think not you even you think that like cleaning and cooking meal prepping or like hanging out with your sister or like going to the library are all things that are considered productive Mm -hmm. even though I feel like my sense of productivity is more warped than sense of like sometimes I think that all, all, all that's productive is like things that will advance my career or uh, schoolwork which is great and everything else is not productive really you think that i sometimes I think thought... that but like okay. i but but i do a lot of the other things <laughs> but like <laughs> i know that it's not like the most productive i know it's not productive i guess it's like productive in a okay like let's define what's productive to us yeah. right i feel like being productive is like like advancing yourself as a person and like your character and like it helps you develop as a person or like it just has a positive impact on like yourself like in any kind of uh, department like doesn't have to be like academic i think most people associate productivity with like academic work and things like that but then it's like you can't be fully 100 percent just working on like schoolwork or like you know just career stuff all the time yeah so that's just kind of unrealistic like you need to schedule time for like other things and in turn those things balance out those and help you perform better in like your kind of academic work life kind of thing so then those things would be like productive as well because you're also strengthening relationship when you hang out with friends Mm -hmm. you're kind of when you go to the gym that's like um uh making your body more strong and healthy 
and then when you when you go to the library or like when you read something like just to relax that's also like strengthening like your hobbies or like your mind mm-hmm. that kind of thing so then i deem those things as like productive i'm sure you agree but then i guess sometimes your mind would be like warped right yeah yeah i think that's a good definition though that it advances yourself because i because i don't know I, I don't know whether it's like an asian influence thing but then mm-hmm. I, all that i think is productive is if i can use it to like earn money slash mm-hmm. be yeah like like look better on my cv so like be like, a better person to hire or like do well do better in school yeah i think it's i mean it's probably definitely like an asian like it's part of the asian culture and influence so like I totally get that because I think when I was younger, it's like the same, like, oh, study, 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 do well in your test, that kind of thing. But um, I feel like it's just like as you grow older, you just realize that there's other things and like you're not as one dimensional, right? Like that's kind of the one thing I learned in like counseling. It's like if you just if you just reduce yourself down to like work and like your your um, academic stuff, yeah. then you'll be like super one dimensional. Yeah then there's like really nothing much you know if everyone just like works they might as well just be like robots or yeah. something you know yeah but then I think that's a good approach because I feel like sometimes especially in our school like being productive means being in studio literally like 9 to 9 and then yeah. sitting there and like working on your project and then like not spending any time to like eat properly like buying like shitty oh food God. and then yeah not oh exercising yeah. I don't really get it but you know yeah, yeah. Actually, I feel like the, the reason, I mean, we bring up toxic productivity, right? Is because I feel like it's also the culture of, like, architecture school. Like, probably not only, like, Bartlett, but, like, all architecture schools. Or maybe it was just, just like, um, like, universities in general. We're just saying architecture school because the course has a reputation of being, like, you know, you have to work 24-7. You don't have a life. You know, you pull all-nighters, that kind of thing. So, like, I think toxic productivity is definitely, like, um, a thing mm. in the culture of architecture school. And like working in the studio like 24 7. I, I feel like some tutors are trying to like like dismantle this kind of narrative mm-hmm. for like architecture school but like some just kind of feed into the cycle so uh it just depends on like which tutor you have yeah but yeah and the same thing with you saying like people just like um ignore everything i feel like it's almost glorified kind of thing like it'll be like yeah i stayed up until this time or like, yeah, I didn't have time to eat lunch. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I'm like, dude, that's nothing to be proud of. You know, like you're actually just like damaging your body. It's like, yes, maybe at the time that maybe you spend extra time doing work, but then at what cost? Like the deterioration of your body. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that would be like a long term thing. Like your body, like one night doesn't change anything. But then if you like keep going, yeah. then the kind of productivity you have and the outcome of your work would like be cost the expense of your physical health deteriorating and your mental health and the thing like I said before it goes hand in hand right like if you don't have the other part of yourself that's not academia related Mm -hmm. then you can't sustain the the academic work side of your life because if your body is not healthy enough or you don't get enough sleep or you know you don't have the support network to support when you feel um stuck or whatever for your um academic life Mm -hmm. then it will eventually fall apart. It's not like the more time you spend on it, the more, the better it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely. I, I was going to say that also another big symptom if of having pro- toxic productivity is also not being able to chill or like relax when you are mm. fully relaxing. Yes. Because I think even, I think all of us feel that like, or even when I waste time, I just get 
it actually makes me so angry when I when I have to waste yes. time. Which, which I feel like it's not good also. Like, I can't just, like, sit down and... Switch off. Yeah, it's not even just switching off. Like, yeah. also when people... Um, like, for example, yesterday I had to deliver this package to someone. And then I went all the way there. Deliver what? I had to deliver, deliver like, a package to, like, okay. some, like someone. Because um, they wanted it. Then I went all the way there. And then they just... They, they, they like refused to take it because they, they were supposed to bring it back to Malaysia from like a relative but then like they refused to take it then I was just like you just wasted two hours of my time I'm so confused and I just got so angry like, it actually made me like really boiling mad so then I feel like that's also not good when it's like like I, I feel that it you could have used that time to do work yeah but I also feel like it's a bit selfish that I'm so so wrapped up in my own needs and like my own that the way that I use time that I feel that this person is really has really really affected me mm. even though like it, yeah. it shouldn't be that big of a deal it's like okay yeah i guess it's a mistrip it's fine yeah but I, I i totally understand like your anger if like the outcome hasn't been like fulfilled yeah then you feel like you just wasted your time like i get it but yeah i think i would have been like really annoyed as well like, yeah I'd be like oh i could have done work in those two hours but it makes me like disproportionately annoyed to like the impact because what, what what would I really have done in two hours probably spend one hour like fluffing around and one hour actually doing something <laughs> well, at least you acknowledge that part so yeah I totally get it it's like going back to the point of like um just like not being able to fully relax like I think it's just like a very prominent thing uh within like our course architecture probably like with other students as well like in the culture of in the hustle culture nowadays um it's like I just want to be feel productive all the time and then like when I when I relax it's like you I feel guilty and then like I can't fully relax I'll be like oh no like I'm wasting my time like could be using this time to like do more work why don't you like get up and just do work yeah what I mean so that's why I feel like nowadays I try to set the boundary by like as soon as I leave studio work is done yeah like when I get home I'm not doing any more work like it could be other stuff that's not like not necessarily like relaxing stuff like maybe like editing or like um what else like home chores yeah. that kind of thing but like just not yeah. um design project related you know but i get what you mean um, though that that like it's it's nice to have that boundary to shut it off but it's also nice to just know i guess like how to deal with it yourself like depending on on your working style and also it's nice to have like that boundary between like so so nowadays i go into studio more and it's just nice to like to, when i'm in studio i feel like i'm working then when i'm at home i i, I used to do this thing where i continued working at home but then it's not very good because i'm not even being that productive at home and then it's just better to have like a bit of like like a divide even if it's like yeah, geographical exactly. and like even like knowing the place like associating with the place is also quite nice yeah, actually, like, because I've been reading, like, uh, well, I just finished reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. So they were saying that, like, the environment really, like, affects the kind of things you do there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, if that space is used for, like, um, working, then you kind of set the tone that that space is for working. And then at home, that would, like, not be working. You know, like, if, if your bed is for working and for sleeping, then, like, you kind of get confused. Like, yeah. what do I do? That kind of thing. So I've, for me, at least, I kind of, acknowledge the fact that like environment is a huge factor for me and like things I have to do so I like that boundary kind of thing and I'm glad it also like works for you ish yeah kind of ish (laughs) yeah um and also yeah that kind of also goes with the like 
this week, right? Like after I submitted or like actually before I submitted when I'm fully done, I have that sense of like, what do I do with my life now? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. And I don't know if that's also like a sign of pro- toxic productivity where you're like so used to like just being doing work all the time that like when you actually chill, you, you're so not used to it. So maybe, that, maybe that's why I got sick. Like my body was so used to all the stress. And then as soon as like the stress disappeared, I just got sick. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that makes sense. I think a lot of people got sick, and slept mm. like this like so long. Like everyone just started sleeping. It was nice yeah. though. Yeah, nice for everyone to like just catch up on sleep, you know. Um, so I guess the next question would be like, how do we kind of combat toxic productivity? We kind of said mm. the environmental, like like choose divide. your environments and divide yeah. that's a good thing but then sometimes maybe you don't have the luxury of doing that like you know people working from home yeah so or yeah even now with covid like you probably have you probably i probably should not go into studio that often yeah but i think like maybe um schedule like, like you're right like scheduling in time to relax where you're allowed to relax so mm. and also scheduling in time to relax like intentionally so I feel like uh, I end up spending sometimes I used to spend a lot of time like on Instagram or like mm. scrolling through stuff or like what, or reading the news or even if I woke up then I would spend a long time in bed which makes me feel bad because like it's it's actually a net um, loss because like it makes me wake up late and I don't really feel like I'm being productive so it's like quite a bad activity to do so then it's just like cutting those things out and putting in things that you actually like so for example like if I like watching movies and I used to watch YouTube and stuff on my phone, but then I think mm. what I realize now is that like the 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 experience of like watching it in a cinema or like even watching it with my full attention at home on like a bigger screen is like so much more rewarding that I should switch mm. to that instead of like spending time like snatching a few moments here and there watching stuff on my phone, because then it like it enhances yeah. the experience and the time is used better. Yeah. I think this kind of leads to like the next point of like procrastination but I feel like another thing with like toxic productivity is also like like the scrolling mindlessly thing I feel like if you schedule in like activities that you actually like derive pleasure from like when you take breaks and stuff then that would be really helpful and also like just being actually there or like present mm-hmm. when you're like taking a break mm-hmm. and like even like you know small things like when you have your meals yeah i feel like actually eat yeah yeah that's true and like, not like, like do work yeah and like not do work while you eat you know um i really enjoyed like that kind of it could it, if you're really busy it could just be like a 15 minute window yeah but like that 15 minutes would be like a nice holistic 15 minutes not like rushed and then it's completely yeah. like forgotten and like you're you're like drowning back in work again yeah. you know i think the opposite is also true like when you're doing work then well, at least for me, like I have to be very conscious of whether I'm actually doing it or whether I'm procrastinating or whether I am like tired or like putting my full attention mm-hmm. to it. Then I have to. Recently, I've been realizing that if I'm too tired, it just does. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't gain anything from it. I'm just sitting at my computer, like scrolling through random like references, which are actually mm-hmm. just wasting time. And then I have to like stop and take a break and then come back. Yeah, because there's so much like task that's actually you're just doing it for the sake of like being productive and not really like actual work you know what yeah. I mean because I, I remember seeing people there like I see these examples online that people like rearrange their emails <laughs> to, like rank of importance and that makes them feel like productive and I was like oh my god you do people do that but apparently they do yeah so to combat it I think also a lot of a lot of, uh, of combating toxic productivity is like feeling 
that you're being productive so that links to like just not procrastinating and like to actually do things that you're set out to do yeah i guess that also we can move on to like the topic of like um procrastination because it's such a big issue i guess like people always like how do i stop procrastinating <laughs> or they'll be like last minute because i procrastinated that kind of thing so um i guess you can talk about like what is procrastination and like why we procrastinate well it says that you just unnecessarily delay or postpone something despite knowing there's negative consequences which I feel like I do quite a lot tbh but then also the argument against it is that I feel like in some creative work like a bit of um some 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 things especially with creative work I think like sometimes you think you're procrastinating but you're also like gain like gathering inspiration and like information and then rearranging it in your head so I think even thinking about it or like sometimes I think like when I sketch it feels like procrastination because like nothing mm-hmm. is really coming out of it like if I'm sketching ideas down but like mm-hmm. it's a really a good way of thinking as well so I guess it's quite hard to to define procrastination especially if you're like being pr- trying to produce something creative mm. I guess the creative work argument like could work but I don't like fully agree with it because I feel like it could help with like sparking ideas right but then I feel like at least for me, like most of my procrastination just comes from like watching random videos or like scrolling mindlessly on Instagram, which is not helpful in like stimulating your mind. That's true. That's like my form of procrastination because I feel like when, when I'm like, I don't know what to do or I feel like anxious or like I feel like procrastinating, I just like go to Instagram or like do I just you? go to. Yeah, oh. but I just scroll. Why? I, I, it I, I always thought you, you didn't. That's all. Oh. I mean, no, I... It, it, it's, it's not weird. That's definitely normal. Like, scrolling YouTube mm-hmm. or scrolling Instagram is, like, very normal. Yeah, I feel like I really want to make a habit and just, like, stop doing that. Like, mm-hmm. but it's hard. Like, you know when you when you have time and you don't, like, you don't have it to fill up yeah. the, the time yeah. to do stuff? Which is why now I turn to audiobooks to, like, um, I guess make it more productive. <laughs> because I think, like, my form of procrastination is, like, even dumber. It's, like shopping online but not even buying anything just looking just through what's available oh, okay. uh, or then like oh my favorite activity is also like looking at cinema tickets like and oh, then pl- okay. planning the route to go to that cinema and to come back I, I don't know why I like doing that it's just like to oh, know really? to know like oh if if I really wanted to watch a movie tonight then I could watch it here for three pounds blah 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 that's so useless <laughs> okay yeah I guess we have different forms of like procrastination but yeah, it's just like, I feel like it needs to stop. Um, so hopefully the audiobooks like help. But like recently I've been listening to Audible. This is like a tangent, but it's just been going pretty well. Like I listen to the books and it's going nice. And I'm listening to Becoming by like Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. It's like quite basic, I guess, if everyone's reading it. But it's nice, nice book. I'm like halfway through. It's so long. It's like 466 pages and I'm only like halfway. So anyways, um... Yeah, going back to the topic of uh, procrastination, I feel like it, like you said, it's like delaying and postponing despite knowing there's negative consequences. Um, And then I kind of, I got this article from like James Clear and I thought it broke down procrastination pretty well. Basically, they were saying like, it kind of stemmed from like Greek um, philosophy, like back then in history as well. And it's like, basically it's the state of like acting against your better judgment, like you know you you do one thing when you know you should do something else. Mm-hmm. So like loosely translated, you could say it's like 
procrastination is like a lack of self-control so like um when you refer it like to procrastination is basically the force that prevents you from like following through on what you set out to do and basically behavioral psychology research like revealed a phenomenon called like time inconsistency that helps explain why procrastination seems to pull us in despite our good intention Mm -hmm. so it's like the tendency of the human brain to value immediate rewards Mm -hmm. rather than like future rewards so like the best way to understand is like you have two selves right so your present self and like your future self so when you set goals for yourself it would be like um for example this is the examples for like losing weight writing a book learning language you're essentially like making plans for your future self so you're envisioning what you want your life to look like in the future so when you researchers found that like when you think about your future self it's quite easy for your brain to see the value in taking action right. because it values like long-term rewards where but then because the future self can only set goals only the present self can take actions so then when the time comes to make a decision to take an action it's like no longer a choice for the future self it's for the present self so then in the present moment your brain is like okay what should i do now so then because the present self really likes instant gratification not long-term payoff so then there's constantly like this conflict um between the two selves so then like the future self wants to be like i don't know fit and then the present self wants like junk food or something and then everyone knows you should eat healthy every day to prevent like um you know being unhealthy or like mal- malnourished in like future years but then the consequence of like increased risk of like diabetes or like heart failure are like years away right so then you just like okay since i have time now i might as well just like lay it off because like nothing will happen to me yeah. at this moment right now okay i guess that goes the same for like work because like the, if the deadline is not there you're like i have time yeah later but then so so what you're saying is that you should always think about things in terms of your future self or is it like well, a balance? Not necess- I think it's gonna be a balance because the thing that like kind of like overcoming like procrastination is like giving yourself rewards like when you do the thing that you procrastinate on. That's kind of like the basic format that James Clear gave, which is like only do insert thing you love when you do the thing you procrastinate on. So it's like you kind of set these rules like you have to do this and then you get this reward. So it's like mm-hmm. you're not you're like satisfying your future self mm-hmm. while also like giving rewards to your present self. Mm-hmm. So like both sides would be like satisfied kind of thing. But then I guess that also takes a level of like self-control to be able to do. Yeah, that. and also maybe there's a level of like missing out on life as it goes by if you're like always thinking about Yeah, the there's future. definitely a balance. Yeah. Yeah definitely a balance for me like i think in the end it all boils down to like which part matters to you right because say like if people invite you to go like drinking every night yeah like i probably wouldn't go every day (laughs) because because it would be kind of like like the like the utility like like the marginal utility goes down like every time you go you just get less it's like more and more tiring less value and it's like yeah less value yeah so it like i think it just hugely depends on the event and like the I think for me mostly maybe it's gonna be like 80 20 70 30 mm-hmm. like balance so like I'll be like okay so I'll follow my schedule like 70 80 percent of the time and then like for like funsies <laughs> instant gratification thing hanging out with friends I mean it's still it's still like good you know like yeah. this kind of still builds relationship for the long term yeah. but I guess in some ways maybe that goes against like this kind of like the thing that he's trying to set out yeah. to say so that would be like 20-30% because but... I guess if you think about like even for both of us we're talking about how like our happiest moments are not 
just when we're having fun it's also when we are being like when we have been productive that day yeah yeah <laughs> so, we said that so, yeah, yeah i like the feeling of being productive too so, like i think in some way that's also a reward for your present self yeah like once you complete that task the, the kind of feeling of completing that task is almost like an instant gratification to the current self already knowing that you're helping your future self like do better yeah. that kind of thing yeah. so so yeah so it's yeah. like it doesn't have to be ex- exclusive to one side but i guess it's a good way to think about things especially when you're setting like long-term slash long-term versus short-term planning when I mean, you're trying to yeah. weigh up like the pros and cons of doing something yeah and also um there's like more tips that james clear said and also i kind of agree on so like the the thing like giving yourself uh, rewards for doing that task and also like finding an accountability buddy if you don't do the things like it's more embarrassing like if you don't set out to say the things you do you would mm. kind of thing like i guess in studio that's kind of a thing because everyone around you is doing work so you're less likely to like procrastinate yeah because the vibes are like working yeah kind of thing so that kind of goes on to the third point of like go to an environment that you know you will like set the tone and like work hard like working in studio versus like working at home mm-hmm. like that's really important for me and then also like making the task like more achievable like setting visual cues kind of thing like that also i guess that kind of goes not necessarily with like academic work because that one is like you know you have to do it right. but i guess more like smaller tasks like um maybe like like going exercise like laying out like your equipment the night before that kind of thing and then like um what do you call it like taking out the vacuum and then knowing you're gonna clean stuff like that but yeah i guess it's not that relevant with like the kind of procrastination we're talking about since it's from like major work yeah. but it works for like smaller yeah. tasks but and i think for yeah. me also what works is like I guess, like, going back to the present and future self is, like, just knowing that, like, if you do this, you just be so much happier and it'll literally take 15 minutes and at the end of yeah. it, you'll just be so much happier, so just do it. Yeah, and it's also, like, you know if you do it, you won't regret it, yeah. so just do it. I was thinking about this, like, I, like the, the rule that I have now is that, like, if I do it, if I delay this to do it later, would I be better at it or would it be um easier? And then for things like cleaning or cooking, the answer is usually no. So I think for those kind of things, I'm like, I'm quite okay about doing it now. But then for things like school, sometimes I'm like, maybe I would be better at it if I waited a bit because then I wouldn't have gained more, which is not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're like conversing with yourself about it. The other way of thinking about it is like, okay, I think I heard this somewhere, but it's like the two minute rule of like, okay, I'll just do this for like two minutes. Yeah. And if it's like so unbearable, like can't keep doing it, then I'll like stop doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. And it's also the thing of like, um, just just doing a little bit is better than like not doing it at all. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So I think the only the only time where that doesn't really work is like hanging out with other people. At least for me, it's like hanging out with other people. Because sometimes it's like, if I spend two minutes doing it, then I just, it's just, it's like, it's, <laughs> it makes, I just end up spending a lot of time doing it. So it's like, yeah. it's like not very great because that sometimes wastes time depending on like the crowd. So I have to think like, do I really want, like, what's the value? What's the goal of this hangout? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, in summary of like the kind of topics we discussed today, it would be kind of like, you know, fi- basically, I guess in the end, it's like find out what works for you because it also depends on like your kind of like how you work. Like, are you more of a planner or are you like more spontaneous? So like then your planning schedule or like creating a structure for you would like look different. So like say for me, like writing down lists or like planning out my days would be like I like doing that more for a sense of security. Whereas like Rianne Chen, she might not 
like it as much because mm-hmm. it makes her like tired or feel trapped. And then regarding toxic productivity, like yes, we all have it, but then it's also like just finding ways of like just you know uh, relax and then like actually being present in the breaks that you take and not like glorifying um, working so much that you neglect the other half of your life, yeah. um, not just like academic. And then procrastination, conflict of like two selves. But I mean, everyone does it, so it's not like a like um very tiny problems I guess but you know it's it's nice to kind of just uh, get a balance of like um, work routine like taking breaks and also kind of you know just giving yourself rewards when uh, you do the thing you procrastinate on so like both sides of you can be like rewarded and also I think a really huge important thing that like we also talked about is just like finding an environment that works for you that you know you're gonna like work hard like work hard in yep. like for me the the kind of division between studio and home is really important to me so yeah that's it do you have anything else to add mention um nothing much i think oh i guess something else that it's like a extra point it's just like knowing when you're being when you're productive and what works for you as well because like sometimes it just like like i feel like it's sometimes i feel pressure to be in studio from nine to five but at the same time I know that like I work better at night and even though a lot of people say this I feel like for me it's actually true so then I know that like I have to schedule my day so that it starts later in the day and then I continue working into the night and I'm actually like more alert at night so then Mm. it's also like also experimenting and figuring out what works for you personally to be productive not just following template you know yes I agree okay Well, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.